Good morning, traders. A very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for the trading conditions over the course of the trading day. So we take into account um, market fundamentals, uh, the sentiment that sits and can often drive these markets for short periods of time, uh, and of course, the technical setups as well. So we look at all of this uh, over the course of the next 15 minutes or so, and then we'll post our trade plan into the chat box for you so you can have um, a coherent trade plan that we can hopefully extract some decent quality trading opportunities from. So let's get straight into it then. Uh, and today, of course, is Tuesday, the 19th of July. So we'll start with our risk warning. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Um, and uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. So all profitable traders need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Uh, where do you enter those markets? Where do you exit? How do you manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? So risk management, very important. And then trade management. How do you how do you see that that trade through to a successful outcome? What sort of uh, considerations do you, uh, what sort of ingredients do you put into that sort of trade management approach? Um, again, a very, very important part of trading markets. And then trading psychology, of course, um, market psychology but also you're being mindful of your own psychology and what your own uh fears wants desires uh, and how that can impact some of your decision making as well so um so we discuss these elements in a very practical way live every single day in our live trade rooms and um we are very consistent in our approach, disciplined with our capital, and of course, being patient as well. So let's get straight into it then. We'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So um, nothing of any sort of major concern for the markets yesterday from a, a news flow perspective, um, but we do have this macro event. Um, we've got some macro developments going on currently, um, and it, it's, the, it's the usual suspects. You know, we're talking about high inflation are much higher than expected inflation um we're talking about central bank monetary policy i.e tapering and and uh and rate hikes uh, we've got a very significant energy crisis um potentially global energy crisis uh russia have now well Gazprom, uh, the Russian provider of, of natural gas, is, is kind of uh, turning off a little bit of the supply to certain European companies. So that's, um, that's a strong development. They, they shut down the, the pipeline for, for some works for, uh, I think, a couple of weeks. And it, there was a lot of concern in Europe as to whether Russia would continue to supply at the same volume uh, after that that shutdown had commenced and apparently now that's not going to be the case. So it's now beginning um, and we'll have to see how this unfolds and the markets will therefore, of course, react accordingly. So we've got to be somewhat nimble uh, in these markets as well. Um, overnight, we had uh, the monetary policy meeting minute. So we'll have a look at the, um, the, the Aussie dollar now in just a second. Again, nothing of any major concern today the focus is going to start shifting towards um, the central banks on Thursday. We'll have the ECB and BOJ uh, on Thursday. So uh, we want to keep that at the back of our minds. But um, tomorrow now we've got um, inflation data coming out of both uh, 
the UK, so it's, a, it's a yearly, we're up at 9.3 uh, and a monthly figure coming out of Canada, um, you know, very close to the 1% mark. So we're looking at elevated uh, inflation around the world. And um, as a result, there's nothing but uh, relatively hawkish central banks. The only sort of caveat to that is probably the, uh, the BOJ. So, um, so with the, with these events in mind, of course, uh, supply side constraints. The kind of list goes on. Political sort of turmoil. Um, we've got the Italian situation as well, with the Italian government on the verge of collapse, um, and Draghi handing in his resignation there over the weekend, and which was rejected um, by the president. So all of these things, they're all conflating. They're all. Uh, you know, quite troublesome for these markets. And um, what we've got to do, of course, is just navigate through them and around them. So we were trading some very profitable moves yesterday. Um, we were we were buying the S&P from Friday, from these little breaks down here at 3,800. Um, uh, and again, 30,828 these little breaks to the upside and uh, we had sizable moves again yesterday uh, in addition to that we were in the pound dollar and the euro yen and we actually took profits pretty close to the highs of, of all of these markets now if you if you drill down you can see um, you know what was happening up at these highs we started to fail to make new highs and we started to roll over so it was at this point here we wanted to book in profit on the trade. We were very interested in, in, in letting our winner run. Um, but then things started to roll over. We failed to make new highs. And then we saw the really sizable move uh, as the day unfolded. Uh, similar situation across markets like the pound. Um, uh, pretty strong pullback really off the back of the, the risk off market, which began to sort of materialize um, yesterday. So we were quite fortunate to, to, to get out on the highs of, of this market once we started to see what was happening elsewhere. Um, um, you'd always expect a pullback, perhaps not, not such a large pullback as what we saw, but nonetheless, um, and we are, prices are kicking on to the upside as well. And the Euro Yen, um, actually above the, um, above the 50 period moving average, we were, interested to see how much of a move we get and we, we got out of it really quite close to the highs so a really good couple of days of trading for us um, and now our attention starts to shift to the to the next opportunity we bank the cash um, we can see that this market has been in a sideways moving market now for the majority of the asian trading session and we want to sort of just see where we're at with these markets. But if we get up our pen, we'll probably do this for quite a few markets really at the minute. You can see there's quite a tight range. And it's from the, the 39, let's say 3,900 uh, down to the 3,780. So about 120, 130, maybe even 140 pip range really in this in this market. So 
very much range bound. Um, we're up at these higher ranges yesterday. Unfortunately, we were lucky to take profit. But there is a lot of, um, and we said during this whole sort of upside move um, in the last couple of days that um, we're obviously in, in a sideways moving pattern, but there's, there's, there's probably more negativity out there than there is positivity. And, um, and there's real, we've got an inverted yield curve in the US. Um, the two year is, um, uh, gives a higher yield than the 10 year. So that signifies, you know, recessions on the way. The big question becomes what sort of recession are we going to get? Um, we've mentioned that. So the 10 year is um, currently 2.9, let's say, and the two year treasury note, just slide it over here, is 3.1. So we've got an inverted yield curve, and that normally signifies a recession, um, that recession's on the way, and I think it's pretty much agreed that that's, that's the case. Um, the question becomes, you know, what impact is this high inflation going to have on the economy and it's already beginning to take impact we're already beginning to see you know corners of of the economy where um things like your coffee shops uh are perhaps not performing as they used to as far as uh as revenue is concerned uh, all your big major chains so it's beginning to seep in and, and the problem with inflation is is a downside to inflation uh, the short-term upside is that earnings are likely to increase because of higher, these higher prices. Um, but the downside is you get a demand destruction. So you get people um, perhaps not getting three coffees a day. They might only get one coffee a day now. Um, or things of that nature you might not go out and spend in a restaurant or in a hotel. You might do one night rather than two nights. You know, whatever the case may be, there's this sort of decline in this uh, sentiment and mentality in these markets. And um that's fundamentally what the big problem with, with this higher inflation actually is. Oops. Right. So at sort of a lack of sort of coherent clarity, we're just trading sideways, but we're in the middle of that little range. So do we have a slightly better opportunity elsewhere? That's the question. Um, again, very similar. All, all the US indices are in this little sideways pattern. So you could probably suggest if we break below the low that we'll get a little bit further downside. We're going to have to trade the US indices accordingly. Um, had a little little move to the upside yesterday, which subsequently rolled back over. Uh, and we're, we're sort of gapping quite a lot. And broadly speaking, we're in a sideways pattern. Same situation yesterday. We're looking at Nikkei pushing higher. It failed to stick you know, at, at those higher levels um, and then begun to roll back over. So just a distinct lack of kind of clarity in some of these markets now. And um, Bitcoin, we saw a technical new high and then we saw the rollover yet again. So it's run into the 50 period moving average. Uh, and you can see so far today now we've kind of pushed higher and then rolled back over quite, quite sharply. So. Uh, what next for this market? This is yet another market with um, this little sideways moving channel. Um, and we're going back to early June. So we're talking about, you know, a month and a half now of sort of a lack of direction. Um, so across the indices, we don't really have the clarity now today. 
perhaps than what we've uh, what we've enjoyed. Um, so yesterday we had a well a decent move above the ninety seven hundred dollars. Uh, so yeah, the the ninety seven dollar level. Uh, we're now up at ninety nine. We got this double top here, but I think it's important to note with oil, you know, that we've got this uh, upper trend line. Um, we've got this upper trend line, and uh, the same could be said to the downside. And we're just running into that little area in here. So if we're going to see further downside, then roughly this is the area around the $100. So if we start getting a rollover trade, you know, we can certainly look for the next little, little move down to these lows, um, down to the sort of mid, mid 80s, maybe. Um, it just depends with what's going on globally with oil. And, and if the Saudis to start to turn around and say, okay, we'll, we'll increase supply, you know, we get OPEC to, um, you know, increase the supply of, of oil and the US will have their way. Um, but at the moment, the Saudis are being quite resilient and reluctant to kind of help or support in any particular way. So we need to, again, like, like, like many of these markets, we need to make these decisions as things unfold. So do we have the confidence to be buying in sort of $99.5 up to, to one, one and a half? It doesn't really give us the profitable risk reward necessarily because you, you'd have to have a two or three dollar risk probably on, on gold on oil at the moment and um we're likely to run into a lot of resistance up at these levels that's what these lines in these charts mean you know potential resistance now some of them are, are intraday levels so they're, they're less important um but when you when they kind of gather a little bit like they currently are so you can see some are, are more important than others. So this is a sort of a strong area of potential support, and this is a strong level of, of potential resistance. So this is what we'll be, be looking at, seeing how this market interacts and behaves within those levels. So you can get a nice bounce from 92 to, to 100, but then will we see a little bit rollover at that point? So we're talking about profitable risk reward. Do we get the reward on the other side for getting into the trade? Um, here, here's, here's gold. It doesn't really know what it wants to do for four days. Um, we're down at the low 1700s. Quite surprising. We'd expect a bit of upside perhaps in gold, but not to be. We're getting a bit of retracement, so a little bit of yen strength. Let's see it against the dollar. So actually a decent pullback against the dollar now today. The euro pound, sort of a lack of clarity. So we were talking about a very specialist buy trade around parity. And uh, we were talking about the potential for a strong bounce. We just got a, a pretty ex extreme little um, sort of a bit of an erratic little move to the downside, which pulled back, you know, back above the, the parity level. And now we're finding a little bit of room for some upside. So we're not ultimately that surprised about that. Um, we had a few people contact us to sort of suggest, 
you know, they, they do store and, and do have the dollar. And is it a good time to exchange and convert the dollar into euros? And the answer is yes. It's a fantastic time. Anything around parity. Um, may short term, maybe lower than parity, but in and around that kind of area, you're getting historically exceptional value for the, for the euro. And it's a way to kind of grow money. So there's a lot that, that, that convert um, currencies to, to try and capitalize. So if we get up to 120, for example, or let's say 110, you know, there's a 10% gain on your capital because of the, the, the exchange rate. So it is, a, it is a very, very attractive level down here. And as a result, you know, if a number of people are contacting us, say, is there a good value here, then you can, you can, you can believe that corporates are doing the same. Uh, and, and governments. So there's um, there's a, a bit of a bid. It's just that with what's going on in Europe, it's just a very, very risky bid. That's that's the problem. Um, and they've all got sort of elements to them that are, are a bit concerning. Like yesterday's rejection of the lows. It's just a bit concerning price action wise. And when these pullbacks are kicking in, and that's all it is currently, it's just a pullback from the lows. So that's what this represents, just a pullback. You know, will we get a pullback up to a higher level? It's, it's really quite possible. We do have a very, um, uh, very hawkish uh, RBA. Um, but there's, there's, and we probably have to call it like this, guys. There's, there's kind of a lack of coherent clarity in these markets. So what we want to do, there's a couple of potential opportunities for, for US oil above 9942. 99.42. We were really, really cherry picking now, but Um, we can be quite selective with, with uh, dollar strength, uh, dollar weakness, sorry. Okay, so sorry, we procrastinate a little bit this morning just because the lack of sort of good quality opportunities. Yesterday, Friday, some really good quality opportunities. Um, so we were able to jump into those. Today now, not so much. Um, Yesterday's trade plan should have said risk on rather than risk off. Um, So um, we'll switch across now to our live trade room, guys. So um, we'll be over there in now. Um, right, some opportunities in the dollar are slightly better positioned than others. 
Um, so US oil, um, we had a nice move above 9700 and now we're up at 99, 99.40. Um, now the problem is we're probably limited to the upside. So um, we want to kind of assess that accordingly as well if we can. So that's our trade plan. Unfortunately, these markets don't give us fantastic opportunities every single day, which is a bit of a shame, of course. So look, there you go, currently up on the screen. So what, what's important to take into account with these markets is we are looking at some, um, some broadly indecisive market conditions across the indices, uh, across the, the, the risk, risk on, risk off dynamic we're, we're seeing. Um, you know, a little bit more negativity perhaps creep in, but then, uh, no, sorry, it's dollar weakness. Excuse me, I do apologize. Um, so it's not dollar strength. I'm so used to saying dollar strength that now the, the, the bounce is, is happening. It's actually looking for the dollar to weaken across many of these markets. So apologies. So market summary, broadly indecisive market conditions. So we can use slightly larger stop losses and potentially reduce trade size perhaps a little bit um, as, a, as, a, as a way in which to, uh, to account for these market conditions. And then we're just looking for dollar weakness. We're going to be selective. We're looking at the Aussie. Um, we'll have another look at the, uh, the pound dollar and the euro dollar and maybe the New Zealand dollar. So we're being selective in, in that sense. And US oil looking um, above that $99.40 level. Okay, so on that note, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, if there's any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. Happy to answer any questions you might have. And on that note, we'll let you go. Thanks very much for joining us. We're going to switch across now to our live trade room, guys. So if you want to join us, trading these markets fully live and interactive, where we take this trade plan and we look to apply it, um, and then we'll trade it with our, with our approach. Um, so just to let you know, we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m., uh, and uh, we trade the European Open and also the US trading session from 12.30 p.m. UK time. So do join us uh, if you can. Uh, for more information, just go to livetraderoom.com and we'll be happy to answer any questions there. Great stuff. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Take care. We'll be over in the other live trade room now shortly, so we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.